Hey folks, Paul Rudick here. Welcome to another edition of the Baseball Dad Show. Hypocrite. Boy, it's one of those words, isn't it? It's one of those words that just hits on so many levels. It's a lightning strike word. There aren't many words in our language that hit like that, but boy, you know one when you see it. It, it, it speaks to integrity, keeping, honoring your word. It speaks to your character, honesty, truth, right? It, it, just, it just hits really hard, that word hypocrite. And so I was sent a message where I was called a hypocrite. So we're going to talk about that today in our edition of the Baseball Dad Show. Before we do that, head on over to BaseballDadShow.com. Bunch of stuff over there. Newest thing is we created an entire course, a six-week deep dive called The Guardian. And this is, the, this is um, for dads who are, are really looking to raise great men, husbands, fathers, and leaders of tomorrow. And as we navigate this game of baseball, it's the only course ever created specifically for baseball dads. So go on over to um, BaseballDadShow.com. There's a link to that there. Also there is a scorecard where you can see if your son can play at the next level. That's free. Um, there is also a word-for-word -word cut and paste email dialogue that you can use to ask your son's coach for more playing time without coming off as one of those dads. There's also a link to our Facebook group, our, our Baseball Dads discussion group on Facebook. And this is an incredible group. Um, there's thousands of members in there, tons of discussion. It's it's, it's just great on, on all things, on baseball, being a baseball dad, just being a dad in general. Um, it's awesome. So head on over to BaseballDadShow.com and you can link to all of those things there. So I was called a hypocrite. Um, I've been called worse. Um, but uh, so, so here's the deal. The baseball Education Center, our main company, used to be you know called Paul Ruddick Baseball, but we've kind of transitioned over the last year or so to Baseball Education Center. Um, it's a, it's a fairly big operation. There's a lot of moving parts. It's, it's a ton of work. Um, we have uh, a, a large number of subscribers. We have over a half a million subscribers that get our daily messages via email. Um, we have 4,000 daily listeners to this podcast. Um, and so it's, it's a big operation. When we send out half a million messages, um, just the sheer number of people that hit reply to that message and respond back to us, it, it's, it's enormous, right? It's, it's just enormous, so much that we have to contract out to a company to handle that, to handle all that. It's, it's just, there's no possible way um, we could, I, I could do it or, you know, there's just no possible way. And so just on the sheer number of responses that we get, um, not a lot of things make it through the cracks to me because um, first of all, we get a lot of kooky email. Right, we get a lot of people. I mean, some of this stuff, some of it could not read without being labeled explicit on 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 iTunes for the podcast. But there's all kinds of expletive lace emails we get with people who disagree with our opinions and stuff like that. I don't care about that. That's part of the part of the process. Um, there's people who send really colorful emails. Um, we've gotten a lot, of, we, and we've collected them. We've gotten a lot of emails from famous people that we kind of keep. Uh, famous like baseball people, not like Brad Pitt or something like that, but um, famous baseball people telling us a lot of creative things. Um, and then, then we have to sort through all that and we have to get to their customer issues first, right? We have to get to the people that need help with a download or having trouble with an order or whatever, right? The natural kind of customer service flow. So it's a massive job. So every, it's, so most, most replies don't go directly 
uh, don't find their way to me. But this one did. This one squeaked through through kind of a, an, a, an older email address, and um, and this was this kind of long thing, and it was a listener to the show, and that's why it got my attention. And the listener of the show was basically calling me a hypocrite because we had promoted a program uh, from Coach Ron Wolforth that was called Advanced T-Ball Training. And Coach Wolforth, longtime friend of mine, generally regarded as the best coach in the game of baseball today, um, and it's a great program. But this guy was making the point of how can you promote a program called Advanced T-Ball Training when you also say and talk about the things and make the stances you make on the Baseball Dad show. And he said, sounds like you're a hypocrite. Well, I see his point, and I certainly respect his point, and I certainly appreciate someone who listens and pays attention to what we do enough that maybe they would see maybe where things go a little sideways. So here's, let me explain, and here's, let me tell you exactly why we would promote a program called Advanced T-Ball Training. And, and we've gotten similar feedback on other things that we have promoted that may seem off of my message, that might seem a little, you know, outside of that. So I, I certainly can understand and respect that feedback. So here's, here's the deal. At Baseball Education Center, I hold a, a lot of different roles. So I am a, I am a co-owner of the company. I am also an author of products, right? So I make my own records, I make my own products, I have my own thing. And then we are a publisher of other products. We publish other coaches and other, and we work with other um, experts. So um, the challenge of running a company like that is, is, is pretty daunting. That when it comes to my own products, the records that I record, I have full control over everything I say. And if you look at any of the products that we have put out and any of the things that I have created, my message is completely streamlined across everything. It does not, you know, my music is my music and you would recognize it if you heard it. Same way you would recognize musicians and different Led Zeppelin and U2 and stuff like that if you heard their music. So there's no deviation in that of my personal opinion of what I think baseball players need to do, what I think is important, my own personal feelings. Um, but there's another side. There, there's, there's the side of the business where I am a publisher. And as a publisher, it's a danger of a business that if the business only becomes what the owner of the business thinks is right, um, I mean, that's a longer podcast, but that can lead to all kinds of problems for that business. For instance, let's say, I don't know, the president of ABC or CBS or, or ESPN, if the only programming on that channel was the programming that, that, that the owner or the CEO of that company liked, that would be a very narrow channel. Um, in a music, in a record label, I, I'm sure the president of, I don't know, Sony Records or whatever record company there are, Interscope, if it was only music that the CEO or the owner or the creator of that record label liked, it would be very narrow. So as a publisher, I have to somewhat suspend a lot of the things that I believe, um, despite my, my passion about them, to encourage and bring in other coaches, other experts, other opinions. Otherwise, it just becomes a, a very narrow, linear thing that doesn't bring in any outside voices or doesn't present any other opinions. Now, when you have the reach that we have, so our social media, I think, has like 50,000 
followers and 500,000 emails and 4,000 podcast listeners, 100,000 downloads of this podcast um, per, per month, you ha- do have a responsibility to not be one way and to present many different opinions. One of the reasons why is because we see what happens in politics now, right? There are certain news stations that are committed to only things are one way and the other way, and that creates division. So I'm conscious of that as an owner and a publisher, that it just can't always be my way. Um, the other thing, too, is I know that I have very strong opinions, and I have p- opinions that might be classified in the minority. And I have this podcast, and I have the things that I make. So the, so the records I make and the podcasts I record, um, you'll, know, you'll know it when you hear it, and you'll know that it rings true. Now, specifically to the product in question, advanced T-ball training, um, here's exactly why we did it. In, in complete transparency, exactly why we did it. Least of which was the financial benefit because this was not a great seller for us. We knew, we knew it would not be a great seller for us versus what we could have promoted during that same time frame. Here's why we did it. Number one, the man behind the product is arguably the best coach in baseball today. So here's an opportunity for literally who, who is, if not, he's not the best, he's one of the best, one of the best coaches in baseball today that created a product that teaches the basics and the fundamentals of the game of T-ball. That is a strong position uh, for us to be able to stand behind, that this is a guy who is that Major League Baseball, players of all level, clamor, fly all over from all over the world to train at his ranch, and here he created a program specifically for beginner baseball. This doesn't happen a lot. There's not a lot of the, of the coaches that are at the higher, higher level that take the time to go back down to the basics and teach the basics. So this was an opportunity to, to promote a program by one of the best coaches in the game teaching fundamentals. It doesn't happen a lot. Believe me, we've talked to higher level coaches about doing it. It's not of interest to them. And here's a guy who took the time to create a program specifically for that to help kids learn skills better. So we took that, we, we ran with that opportunity for sure. Number two, it's an incredible product that really does teach the basics and the fundamentals of the game like nobody else and like not of our scene. It's an incredible product. So we're listening to the music. We're making sure the records are good before we put them out. And here's the third thing. What I say on this podcast is 100% my personal belief. It, I am uh, on this podcast. I am the host of this podcast. I am not the owner or the publisher of Baseball Education Center. So what I say on this podcast is my personal opinion um, and my personal beliefs, and I invite other people to come and share in those beliefs. You know, I kind of connect to the why, to my Wi-Fi, if you like to or not, if that fits for you. If not, that's fine too. But what I do know. Kids are starting to play baseball at four and five years old. And T-ball is becoming not what I would like it to be and not what I think it should be. It, it, it is what it is. So I can stomp my feet all I want about the way I think it should be. Or if you're going into battle, if you're five and six-year-old, now is going into T-ball and it's not like this run around fun thing which I think we should have. 
if you want to run around fun t-ball thing in your area, create one. I'll, I'll mention it on this podcast. We'll support you because I think that's what it should be. But the dads that I'm talking to are saying, my kid now goes into t-ball and he's not expected to learn the game. He's expected to know the game now by the time he gets to t-ball. So now here's my, here's my responsibility to the half a million subscribers that we have and the 50,000 or so social media people is do we present a program that will now give you the tools you need to go into battle? So if it were up to me and if it were on this podcast, I think you're absolutely positively insane if you put your kid in a competitive t-ball t-ball league that is my personal opinion and i'll shout it on this podcast but when it comes to the my personal opinion is not the reality of the environment that kids are entering into so if they are going to go into battle i will do my best here to talk you out of going into battle to prevent you from going into battle to look for a different uh, 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 option or a different place to go and learn the game I will do my best here, but if you're going to go anyway, regardless of what I say, let me at least prepare you. And that's why we did it. And at the end of the day, um, purposely, I don't make all the decisions, right? We have uh, people that we count on to help us make decisions or else it does become this kind of one way like the cable news political thing has become is that we look at that. So so if I, a danger of a business like that is when one guy has too much power and then it's only serving a small um, population. So hypocrite. Um, I don't think so. Um, I think we thought about it really hard. Um, I looked at it really hard. I watched the program several times. I think it's awesome. I think it's a thing, a foundational element. I think maybe what this man who I replied to did not reply back, um, what he basically was getting at was that he thought this was like training kids to be like T-ball superstars. And what it really was was really a, just a solid education in the basic fundamentals in the game taught by one of the greatest coaches that we'll ever have in this game. And we had the opportunity to bring it to you, not only to bring it to you, but to bring it to you at a ridiculously low price. And I'm not promoting the program because it's not available now. <laughs> it was a special we ran for like five days. So you can't get it anyway. So this is not in no way a promotion for the program. So that's why we did it. I'll stand by that decision uh, over and over and over again. And I will also stand by what we say here and what I think. So again, um, I don't think you should do it. I don't think you should be playing competitive t-ball. Um, I don't think, I think all that stuff should be fun. I think it should be fun up till 9, 10, 11 years old. I don't think we should be even putting kids in all-star teams until they're like 11 or 12 years old. So how far can I expand it? And, you know, I can expand my beliefs pretty far. And I know my beliefs are in the minority and maybe viewed by some as pretty radical um, or maybe overly conservative, but those are my beliefs. Problem is, my beliefs are not what's going on in the real world. And my clients, the people that come in and subscribe to our newsletter and depend on our opinion, um, client means under someone's care. And if I'm going to help someone, if they're going into battle, I want to make sure I give them the tools to go into battle. And our commitment has always been to keep the price as low as possible so that it never becomes a burden to get the right tool, financial burden to get the right tool. So that's my explanation and I'm sticking to it. I'll stand by it and I'll defend it uh, all day long. So um, that's all I have to say about that. 
hashtag Forrest Gump. So <laughs> head on over to baseballdadshow.com. All the stuff we talked about before is over there. And um, if you do have questions for us that you would like us to answer in the mini podcast, send those to 567pitcher at gmail. The numbers 567pitcher at gmail.com. And uh, we'll answer your questions. We won't give your name or anything like that. So you can just feel free to um, ask any question that you'd like. And we'll answer them in the mini podcast. Or maybe they'll become topics here for the show. So, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. And uh, we'll see everybody back here next week. Thanks. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I want to let you know I have a new book out specifically for Baseball Dads. And I would love for you to check it out. You can go to BaseballDadsBook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.